welcome to the very first episode of the HOA Nightmares podcast. I'm Patrick, and I cannot believe that we are here. Stephen, how, how do you feel? I mean, I feel pretty good. Uh, we've been talking about this for, for a while, and we've both been agonizing over uh, the are the nightmares that we currently have working on our HOAs. So uh, I'm excited that we now get to share it with uh, all of you listening. No, I agree, and I think that um, I think right now for all of those listening are basically, uh, in my mind, going to be just your parents. So I'd like to uh, <laughs> give them a warm welcome and, and hello. But uh, I thought maybe what we could do is start a little bit by. Uh, talking about how we got on our boards and, you know, kind of what led to this moment and kind of why we're here. For me, getting on my board was, was a bit of an interesting one. Uh, so my, my wife and I moved into the building that we're in about two years ago, and she was actually on the board before I was. Uh, after only a couple months of living here, we were approached by uh, a number of our neighbors and they encouraged us as the new young hip owners that we are, uh, that we should be on the board and that we should participate. And, you know, it'd be great for us to get to know some of our neighbors and get to know the neighborhood and, and what the building is like by being on the board. And so my wife works at home. And so she decided uh, or we decided, I should say, that she might be the, the best one to be on the board. And so uh, so she joined and uh, was getting to know how that process was, was working and, and quickly realized that uh, she hated it. And so... <laughs> shocking. <laughs> shocking. 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 Uh, but, she, uh, but she stuck it out for uh, about... She was stuck it out for about six months or so uh, until the end of the year when they do... Uh, board elections and she was starting to travel more for work so uh, together we decided you know I might enjoy it more because I was always asking questions about what's going on on the board what's new in the building and she said Stephen you're gonna like this you love to be involved you're already asking all these questions I think you'd be a really good board member and so I said okay let me let me try it and so I uh, I, I joined the board I, I put my name in for the elections and and you know, everybody was like, sure, kid, you know, well, you don't know what you're getting into. So, uh, yeah, you know, a glutton for you're punishment. You're young and so, hip. <laughs> you're, you're young and hip. Young let's, and let's, hip. Let's, uh, let's do that. So, so I joined, and uh, in about the same amount of time, about a month, I realized I also hated it because it is just a, a – <laughs> It's just a, a cesspool of, uh, you know, uh, passive-aggressive emails, bad feelings, um, and, you know, irresponsible neighbors. Uh, so, you know, I have gotten to know my neighbors. Uh, I have gotten to know the building and the neighborhood, and I found out all of them are just garbage. <laughs> everybody, just anyone associated, garbage. Everybody, neighbors. everybody involved, everybody involved. I've learned all the wrong things about my neighbors i know none of the good things and i know all the bad things <laughs> is it because they're all they all have their own agendas like what how did you get stuck in a building full of just complete trash humans just uh, just complete mouth breathers uh well i think that you know it's it's always the squeaky wheel that gets the oil so right. you know there's always a few characters that stick out uh a few <laughs> a few people that you know always keep coming back up um, either with complaints or issues, um, you know the people on the board overall, like they're they're relatively normal. Everybody obviously has their own idiosyncrasies, but you know there's always a few 
bad apples that you know they're always causing most of the troubles it's like a domino you know one falls and then it has this you know effect on on everything else um so uh i don't know i i guess that's just the way humanity is yeah <laughs> yeah no i think i i love the fact that this podcast can be kind of just a you know a, a larger existential discussion about the human condition that's because that's yeah. really what this boils down to. i i mean i i think if we were to i don't want to ne- necessarily make this a uh, you know a comic book podcast but i think we can both agree that thanos was right yeah <laughs> oh you know it's funny you say that I, I i've thought about that more times than i care to admit kind of like you know maybe that guy was onto something it's yeah i think that would be best you know the the uh, go go west live 50 right. miles from your neighbor you know that's that might be the route that i go <laughs> i don't blame you. i mean if this if this experience can can really kind of shape it but at the same time it's also given us a tremendous amount of uh hilarious content and really silly and unique stories that we felt like we should just share because it is so crazy and i also think that people that i've talked to about it everyone else has a story and so it's kind of this like funny almost like bonding thing where people are like oh well listen to this and then there's this kind of instant understanding between other people that have been in the same place that we are as to what actually goes on so in a way it also kind of you know brings us all together if you will like a you know hallmark movie at christmas time i think everybody can really everybody who's been there they get it they know you know there's a brotherhood aspect to it because it's it's like going to war right <laughs> You know, you come back and you just have that knowing nod where you look somebody right. in the eye and you say, oh, he gets it. Like in the grocery she gets store, it. frozen section aisle, and make eye contact. Yeah, as, 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 as two weary board members reach for the same pint of Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> you get it. You get it. Yeah, no, I've definitely eaten a lot of feelings throughout this experience. But, I mean, I think oh, my, yeah. I mean, I think, and I, I feel like I, I kind of came to this a little bit very different route than than you guys um yeah, you had a more personal a more personal uh you know connection to to the person who gets you into this mess i did i did um my my uncle actually lovingly you know referred to as dr steven um this is uh alias but uh, yeah so i had uh bought in this building um not too far from where he was living um down in in miami beach and I, you know, was so excited to live here. I really loved the unit. I loved, you know, it was kind of a, a different change of pace. I had a great view, which I think as, you know, a, a kid growing up in Southwest Virginia, the fact that you could look out and see water every day was just something that I've never, um, you know, I've always tried to hold on and never take for granted. Um, and I've always felt very fortunate and w- wanted to share that even with, you know, other people that may come to visit. So um, I just noticed that as I was going to some of the meetings that, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of things that were happening and, and the residents were getting really frustrated with the board because they were all investors. So nobody actually lived here. They didn't really have a vested interest in improving the building. They just kind of, you know, wanted to keep costs as low as possible, which I also understand. So I was venting to my uncle and he was, you know, gave me this like rousing speech. I mean, it was almost something like out of you know, Independence Day with, uh, you know, the president giving that speech before they all go to fight <laughs> these aliens just really riled me up. And he was, yeah, didn't you know, a bunch of people die in that movie? <laughs> yeah, also true. Uh, also true. And I think I was certainly a, I ended up being a, a casualty of, of his advice. Just, you know, he was, 
you know, he has this rousing way of, of, of speaking and was saying, you know, this is your home. You need to fight for it. You need to be on the board, affect change, raise your values. And, and I kind of walked away from the discussion, shaking my head in agreement saying, yes, he's right. Like I do need to do this. And um, so a few of us had uh, banded together and wanted to run as a full ticket and just sweep the board. And we ended up doing that through very little campaigning because everyone was so unhappy and we needed to start on some really critical infrastructure projects. So um, the night of the election, we were kind of sworn in by a third party who oversaw the elections because it got so ugly in this building that they had to bring in an outside group to even Were you there for any of those? Oh yeah, I will never forget it. This woman, she to this day was one of the scariest people I have ever uh, I've ever encountered. She came in just busting balls, and she made it very clear, like even to the degree where where the ballots were being cast, that she was seated like seated at a table by our pool deck, and she was like, "Do not approach this table unless you are asked," and just had this tone that instilled instant fear in me personally and everyone kind of looked around and being like wow this is not a woman to mess with and so she you know read all like the what florida statutes and all the things that she was supposed to read and took absolutely zero prisoners and it shut everybody up because i mean it, it really was this highly contentious thing where you know previous meetings had devolved into shouting matches and we knew we needed it and 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 knew that people were gonna contest it either way, so we needed an actual third party. And it's sad that apparently this is such a thing that there is this whole separate group um, within Florida that oversees these elections. I mean, they're like government employees. Now tell me, is this a Florida thing? Is this normal? Because we we have not had a third party sort of overseeing our uh, our meetings, so to speak. Um, You know, we've had, uh, you know, a representative from the management company be there representing the management company but not you know not somebody as a as a mediator so to speak so what like what happened that brought about this you know that that adult had to be in the room i think yeah i mean that's a (laughs) great way to describe it because that's truly what happened i think that you know part of of our um so the group that i ran with we were really wanting to start a number of of critical projects we you know the hallways needed renovating Um, This current board had been sitting on an elevator proposal for more than a year to um, our elevators were failing and just like getting stuck on floors. And we have um, some elderly members here. We have people with young kids like we need reliable elevators and they didn't want to do anything. So uh, I think just all of these things were building and coming to a crescendo at these meetings where all of a sudden a lot more of us started showing up because I think the board was kind of skirting by even before I I moved in of people just not there's a general sense of apathy. And so people weren't interested in coming. And then all of a sudden, as people you know started noticing things around the building and saying, hey, we should really fix this or like this needs to get done, um, you know, and then more of us saying we could be doing more like this is such a great place to live. We should be doing more. And so I think that just kind of built up this momentum and talking to our neighbors. And so, you know, it did get to a point where it was it was there were actual shouting matches. And so um, some of the projects that that this other board had done several years ago were redoing all of the impact glass. Um, So living in South Florida, we, we need, you know, hurricane rated, which also has a considerable amount of soundproofing. And I'm on the sixth floor and my husband could hear everyone screaming through this impact glass that's rated for 175 mile an hour winds (laughs) so hopefully that kind of 
can illustrate and can really paint a picture of just a bunch of people screaming at the pool deck overlooking the beautiful Biscayne Bay, which should be very serene and, you know, a place to kind of decompress. And it was just a bunch of people screaming at each other. So it was clear to us that we did need some extra support. So our property manager put us in touch with this group and we had to basically file a petition for them to send someone and and they did and so we had to kind of work our elections around because there aren't that many of them and i guess they stay quite busy in south florida <laughs> so uh once we were able to confirm their schedule we scheduled the elections and um and then and then at that point i feel like i had to go see the spectacle because you know you could vote by mail you could vote you know in other ways but i just i wanted to be there for a number of reasons especially you know hoping that we won and to see it you know the outcome live but to also just kind of see how this is going to go. And so truly, there are people that, you know, only the month prior had been screaming at each other by the pool were now kind of seated on, you know, opposite ends of, of the, the pool deck and kind of in their own little factions and waiting for the scariest woman. I mean, I can only liken her to the Trunchbull from the beloved children's series, Matilda. <laughs> um, just the Trunchbull counting votes and telling everyone to stay away from her and not approach. Um and it was it was a wild it was a very wild experience but we were able to make it through and we swept the entire board and so um as we were kind of going through all the paperwork and kind of finalizing everything i um had a chat to my uncle and i was like hey you know took your advice we ran as a ticket you know got on the board and then his tune changed immediately and he's like get ready for log nights it's thankless you're not paid you know (laughs) and all of a sudden his tune changed completely and I just thought what have I gotten myself into and sure enough it's been it's been a very wild ride to the point where we felt compelled to start a podcast about it (laughs) yeah yeah I mean compelled on on multiple occasions have did you find that there was any fallout from the elections so sweeping the old board you know do you have a do you have a target on your back now from you know some some elderly residents <laughs> oh for oh for the elderly ones of course or I mean, from, I I mean that, from anybody i mean i think so i so the the other board kind of slinked away with their tail between their legs and since they don't live here we don't really have to see them oh, your board um, didn't live there before no and that was one of the big sticking points was they were like none of you guys like they were all investors so all of their units were rented so they were you know all of us that lived here were saying look like you guys aren't dealing with the same you know shit that we're dealing with so you should, you know, really kind of look at these things and, and make some change. And they just, everything went ignored. And so um, I think that was one of the big things where we said, look, we're running because we all live here and we, you know, have to come home. We, this, this is our home. We want to make our home better for all of us. And I think that was a big, you know, one of the, the big points, um, you know, why we swept the election. But so thankfully, I mean, we, not done to, I mean, now I think after, gosh, like two years, they're both, uh, two members in particular are starting to kind of creep back in. I mean, they've always kind of created, stirred the pot a little bit for us to try to make our lives a little bit harder. I think just out of spite. Um, So, because I mean, one of them, he's just like a spiteful baby boomer, which I think we all know there's really nothing worse than an an aging white baby boomer (laughs) male who just feel slighted so um so that's not great so we've got some generational things going on there interesting but, but oh yeah, yeah but we I mean, we have a rule sure. that we can only you can only have uh current uh living 
in the building board member uh, uh, residents be board members, uh, which I think you know makes people a little bit more invested when you're there all all day, you know, living there. You're investing in the property, like you said. I think that makes sense. For uh, sure. Have you changed the wise. rules in that regard to to make only residents, uh, you know, eligible for the board? So we're working on it. The to actually change the condo docs in the state of Florida is an incredibly laborious process. So um, the the issue that we have in South Florida too is because there are so many condos that are rented they're they're not owner occupied and they're rented from people that live all over the world you have to get all of the owners to buy in so we have to have 80 i believe it's 80 percent of the owners um so it's not just something that the board can decide the whole community has to also be behind um changing the condo docs so it's a really hard process so for now it's kind of just been a bit of an unspoken rule and and trying to use you know common sense to say hey if you want to be in the board, you should actually live here because there is a lot of work to be done. And, and the beauty of, of our situation is we, you know, each, so the five of us took, um, are each trying to own certain projects. So then it's like, okay, everyone, you know, we can report back at the meetings and not all the work is falling on one person. And then as certain projects kind of move through to completion, everyone's kind of lending a helping hand. So I think that it's helped in, in that sense that we're able to do a little bit more with what we have because we live here and then we can kind of take a, a divide and conquer approach. So yeah. how many how many people are on, are on your board? So great question. And I was I think it's worth probably mentioning what positions we're in as well. Uh, so we have five board members on our board. Uh, I am the treasurer uh, currently on the board. Uh, what position do you have? I am the vice president. So, Vice President, ceremonial so you are, only. You, you are one bullet away from from holding the reins <laughs> to the. It's the true. I mean, it's true, and I mean, thankfully, our president is a a true badass, and I'm sure would take a bullet like a champ, and and you know, keep telling everyone to pay their maintenance fees as she's wheeled away to the hospital. But um, but uh, no, I, I think that that is definitely yeah. It, it's a it's a unique place to be in, just because yeah, you're right. You kind of do have. A target on your back with your neighbors. I mean, so how, and how many units are in your building? Uh, so we have seventy-two units. Okay, so there's enough people. So we have. So there's, there's so point. Yeah, there's there's plenty, plenty of people. people, and you mentioned a generational difference, uh, and and that that definitely speaks to me because we're we're in a position where we live on, um, you know, the fifth floor of our our building, and the kind of the fourth floor and up uh, is mostly older owners and the third floor and down are mostly renters uh, of varying ages but mostly renters and it's kind of it's kind of stratified that way and the renters on the lower floors all tend to skew younger as well and so a lot of the younger you know millennial gen z type of type of renters all happen to be on the lower floors and no surprise. That also tends to be where we get all of the noise complaints, right? Um, from from those you know, or, or noise complaints that are originating in, in uh, second and third floor units. Um, so so it's interesting that way because you know a lot of a lot of my neighbors on the fifth floor they tend to be older. They've lived in the area longer. They uh, you know they may be empty nesters and they're used to a certain lifestyle uh, and they're not used to you know. Uh, the the amount of you know sort of game day uh you know weekend partying right that takes place uh you know in the life of people who are young single in their 20s sure 
I mean, I think about the things that we did at that time, and I mean, I don't think I was a great neighbor to anybody for for quite some time. I, mean, I was you, always, I was, you know, in bed 9 p.m. every night, always, <laughs> yeah. never causing any trouble. It's true. Um, yeah, certainly never true. putting holes in any walls. <laughs> so you're then you're a better a better man than I am, but I've I've also known you long enough to know that, <laughs> that is a bold faced lie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see my face. Nobody knows. We, we, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, I think at some point we were the actual nightmares that, that uh, people were dealing with. So, yeah, correct. Guess, correct. Well, the, you know, back then nobody nobody had the the forethought to make an HOA nightmares podcast. So, you know, all history begins now. That's true. We are true pioneers, Lewis and Clark of the HOA podcasting landscape. <laughs> correct. Exactly. Well, I think that's a great note. We want to give a little bit of an introduction. We're going to talk about a lot of fun things on this season. Uh, We've been doing a ton of brainstorming, and we've got some really fun topics and ideas, um, you know, and just to kind of give you guys a sense of what's to come, we've got some, uh, you kind of use your imagination, but uh, it'll be an episode entitled The Blood Person. Uh, There's (laughs) a few other anecdotes of This Isn't Europe, the case of the topless tanners. Um, the shouting match heard around the building, the homeless sleepover, and balcony lawsuits, as well as cigarette fire. So there's a lot of really fun stuff that I think we are eager to share with all of you. And uh, we also want to hear from all of you. So we uh, have a Gmail that is HOA Nightmares 1 at gmail.com. I still am dying to know who took HOA Nightmares at gmail.com. But um, make sure to send us we your could stories. Email them. Yeah, that's true. Let's find, who, let's who find out what kind of living hell they're in right now. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's true. Petition Google, because I definitely want that email. But for the interim, uh, put a one on the end of it and tell us some of your stories. We definitely want to, to learn a little bit more about you and, um, you know, kind of what you're dealing with and talk about it on, on the air. And also follow us on Instagram. So we do have a... Um, a budding Instagram at HOA Nightmares and where we'll be posting content. Um, we've also got a few little fun, um, you know, we're working on a couple of fun prizes and some things later in the season that we can, you know, also do some giveaways. So toss us a follow there. Tell us your stories. And um, this is hopefully going to be a really fun half hour or so that we're going to just talk to you and, and tell you some some really funny stories. Yeah, there's enough mayhem in this in this uh, country for for everybody. I, if you've got stories that you want to share, if you want to vent about experiences you're having, uh, you know, we'd love to hear them. Uh, I, I think you know if you've got questions, if you you know get tips for you know any new potential owners, new people joining boards, you know, there's there's more than enough uh, you know good uh, good advice out there uh, that we'd love to share with everybody listening. Uh, Absolutely. You know, Pat and I, you know, we have our own thoughts. We have our own advice from what we've learned. But, you know, there, there's plenty of, of grizzled veterans out there that probably know even more than we do. So, uh, you know, don't, don't be shy. Let, uh, let us and everyone else know, you know, what have you learned? Uh, how have you survived? That's so true. And I think that's a great point because I think both of us kind of walked into this a little blind. And so I think we were a couple of millennials who stopped eating avocado toast long enough to actually buy some property. And so after that, there really isn't much of a roadmap. So, um, you know, so yeah, I think it's great. We all need to help help each other through this to make sure that our investments are, are good investments and we can all hopefully make a little bit of money and, and have some funny stories to share. 
that's it. Well, I think, you know, we've got a lot of fun to come. So, you know, thanks for, for listening, everybody. Pat, always a, a joy to talk to you. Uh, I can't wait to, well. to hear about, you know, what other uh, <laughs> what other bodily fluids make their way into your, uh, <laughs> into your condo building. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm ready. I'm sure there's more that I don't even know about. Yeah. <laughs> you could be next. Uh, <laughs> I really, I, I hope not. But, in, but if I am, then hey, great content. That'll be a whole episode by itself. That's good. Yeah, all the royalties can just go to me. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephen. This was a lot of fun. And uh, we will be talking to all of you very soon. All right. Look forward to it. All right. Bye, everybody. Care. Bye.